0: Hey everybody, welcome to the John D. Podcast. I'm your host, John D. Miller. Welcome to episode number 42, everybody. 42, numero 42 in the old Espanol language. That's right, Mm mm-hmm. 483 going on. Well, 484 days now. No booze. No booze. No booze. No booze, man. No booze. I'm still going. How are you? How have you been? I know it's been a minute since I was here, right? I know. Where have you been? Apparently, a lot of people in California have been listening to me since the last time. Well, not a lot necessarily all at once. But, geez, California showing the love. Chula Vista, Simi Valley, Fresno, all on that. Yeah, I checked that stuff. I think the coolest one, though, was Compton. I had some. I had somebody in Compton. I have somebody. In, I don't know. I don't know who they. I, anybody in Compton that is listening to this right now, thank you. <laughs> like, you just gave me a little bit of the cred, right? A little bit of cred. Uh yeah. So welcome to episode forty-two. I've not been here in a while. I know. I know. I know. I know. It's it. You look. 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 It wasn't. I didn't want to be here. There were plenty of times. I said to myself, man, I got to get down there, I got to do some stuff, go hang out in the Stufus, my studio office, the Lizard Mill Creations studio office, (laughs) Lizard Mill Creations, check it out on Facebook, but yeah, I've been wanting to be here, I've been wanting to, and a lot's happened since, and we're going to get to it all, well, not all of it, I'm not going to talk about every single thing, Jesus, I don't have that kind of time, do you? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think you have that on your uh, your your little commute, your walk, you walk around the park. You're uh, bored, waiting for the X-ray to come back. I want to welcome for this episode our new sponsor for this episode, which awesome! I'm so excited to have these people on board. Mondo Monsterware, folks. I know a lot of you people who listen to the show, and you're gonna love this absolute website. It's a website. Let me not get ahead of myself. It's a website you can buy t-shirts on. And I'm saying, there are a lot of listeners. There are a lot of listeners. I don't have a lot, but there's a lot of you, right? You're going to love this website. I already have six of their shirts ready to go in my cart. Did I put them in the cart? I don't know. I picked them out. They're awesome. So they take all all the cool stuff, man. All the old movies, like in Star Wars, I'm I'm not gonna. I have an ad for later. I'm not doing it now. I'm just saying you guys are gonna love it. MondoMonsterware.com, so cool, and I love their stuff. All right. So what has happened? What has happened? Do oh, by the way, new artwork. I don't know if you noticed that. I want to thank executive producer Tavik. That's his voicemail when you call him. He uh he set that up. That was actually a while back. So I'm I'm finally now getting around to using it after I don't know how long it's been. I like it though. It's mysterious. It's got mysteriousness to it. All right. Anyways, let's keep moving on. Let's keep moving on, going, people. So what what's been going on? Okay, I think I covered everything. All right. Let me look at my notes here. I didn't, I didn't even I wrote down so much stuff that I don't really know that I'm gonna get to it all. That's not the first time that would have ever happened. All right. So let's see. Last time I was here was February fifteenth, right? February fifteenth lot's happened since then. I did pass one year of no booze on February 18th. Fantastic. Got 483, 44. Got to hit 500. It's crazy. I know some people have reached out that uh, have talked about how they've been dealing with their own versions of addiction, whatever it may be. And 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 I, can, I feel you. I know. I know. Over time, I know. And I hope that is continuing with you guys. It definitely is with me as far as booze go for sure. Uh, you know, but that's... You know, one thing at a time, one day at a time, and uh, so yeah, and and I definitely got past that, and then I turn around, I'm sitting there, and I'm watching TV one night in in later later February, I guess, I don't know the date, I'm not gonna go back and look, and I, <laughs> and I'm watching the Oscars, and I know people are like Jesus Christ, really, John, you're gonna go back that fucking long, yeah, did I finally just swear on this? It's gonna it's gonna be like that. So I, I go, I'm sitting there at home and I'm watching and Will Smith wins the Oscar for the, I didn't know what had happened. And then Will Smith slapped Chris. And then I found out, slapped Chris Rock, who's a great comic. I don't know. I don't, I didn't see it until afterwards. Literally, like I'm watching the news. And everybody's like, Will Smith slaps Chris Rock. Uh, and then I, um, at the, literally at the same time, I was looking on on Facebook, Twitter, something like that. And then one of my friends posted about it. I was like, "Holy sh! You got to be kidding me! Are you serious?" Yeah. Um. I think that's completely stupid. I think what he did was stupid, and uh, it's like he was almost attempting career suicide or something. I don't know. That was really weird. Somebody actually literally asked me about that the other day, and they literally said, "You know, are you going to talk about this if if you if you ever do another podcast episode?" I'm like, "I'm going." And probably, I will. <laughs> so I just did. That's crazy. It's crazy that it happened. and But it's, it's just the same thing. So much shit has been crazy lately. The last two, three years, man. I'm literally waiting one day to just go outside. I was thinking about this the other night. I was telling Liz about it, my lovely wife Liz. I told her about it. I don't think she really thought it was that funny. But I think after everything that's happened in the past, especially the last two years, I'm just waiting for that one day that I go walking out to, like, you know, the mailbox or something, and a bird's gonna go, Hey, John, good morning. And I'm gonna go, Huh? And the bird's gonna go, Yeah, we've been able to do this this whole time. And uh, yeah, so, hey, I'm gonna be like, Okay, what's it like being a bird? He's gonna go, It's okay. And I'm gonna go, Cool. Well, that's the way things are now, you know, because that wouldn't surprise me. Aliens are gonna actually exist, we're gonna know it for a fact. That's probably what's next on the list, and and that global warming's terrible. <laughs> that's that's, a, that's the constant, right? There's also the, uh, the the unconscionable invasion of Ukraine by Russia that happened. I just want to tell you a little story about that. I, I actually went to Russia, well, the Soviet Union, excuse me, I went to the Soviet Union when I was a teenager for a, a youth group trip, and I've been to Kiev, Kiev. Uh, I've been there, I've been to Russia, I've l- learned a lot about that that culture and and that region back when I was in high school, and um, I just, it's unconscionable what's going on, it's absolutely terrible, I've actually been, I don't know if you remember this, from. they don't do it now, but they at the beginning, they were showing that, that cathedral, St. Michael's Cathedral, it's in, it's in Kiev, and I've been there, and the the place is absolutely gorgeous on the inside. It is amazing. The artwork is absolutely amazing. I don't necessarily go for stuff like that, but you can't look at it on the inside and just and not go, oh my God, this is absolutely an amazing place. And actually I remember I'll tell you a story real quick. My friend Boz, you know, you go on trips, you get people that are your friends on the trip. Well, this one guy's name was Boz. Was that his real name? I don't know. But we were actually in the in the church. You weren't allowed to take pictures at all. So, Boz had one of those, you know, like a Nikon camera with a flash on the top. And he was like, hey, man, I'm going to cough, and then I'm going to take the picture. And when I did, I, I was like, uh, you know, and I coughed. And then he took the picture, and this old Ukrainian lady saw the flash, and she came over to us. Yes, sir, You know, You're know, just, you know, just I, I don't speak Ukrainian. I speak Russian. I used to know a little bit of it. I learned a bit of it. I don't remember it much. But that's Russian. I don't know Ukrainian. It's so the same thing, and they—if you live in Ukraine, you speak Russian. That's pretty much the way it works. And and a lot of—if you live in Western Russia, a lot of people speak Ukrainian, um, but they are slightly different. But anyway, this lady came over and started yelling at us. And uh, Maxime was our our tour guide on the trip. Awesome dude, probably early twenties, mid twenties, fantastic guy. F. And he came over and explained to them, "Hey, sorry, these are Americans." And she was she was so like indignant at first. And then we apologized and we somebody from our group gave her something. I don't remember what it was, but it was some sort of a gift thing and and whatever. And we explained and we were like, hey, we're peace. We we're sorry. We just want a picture. And then she was very nice and she was pinching our cheeks and calling us handsome boys, which at the time I think I was a chubby acne monster. But whatever. <laughs> I'm I'm not much better later. except my my skin cleared up. Yeah. Uh, but I did have a good run of the the fitness part. That was my 20s. Anyways, I digress. Point being, I've been there. I've seen it. I can't believe what's going on. I hope that uh, we don't forget what's going on, that what Putin's doing is absolutely, it, like I said, it's unconscionable. And I just hope that what I feel is going on, that happens with a lot of things in people's minds because of everything that we we do, we see. We, we don't stop and pay attention and we don't dwell on things long enough. Yes, I'm all about we should move forward in life. But there's certain things we need to remember and keep remembering. I feel like with the Ukrainian thing, it's starting to fade. People don't realize. I mean, there's it affects literally millions of people. And I know people go through things like what's going on in Ukraine on a daily basis in other parts of the world. There's people dying because of war, because of violence, because of gang, all kinds of stuff. I know it goes on other places. It's just, it's a place that I know that I, because I've been there and it's also something that is, it's on a grand, it's on a grand scale that, I mean, this stuff has happened in Syria and Turkey. Uh, If you really want to check the facts, which I'm always a fan of that. And so it's happened, but this is going on and we need to remember. Uh, And that's one of one reason why Mondo Monsterware with them being a sponsor on the show. On the podcast. I don't know show. But that's one thing. I, they do charity work with Ukrainian relief funds and other ones. And that's great. I'm You know me. I'm always about charity. I always say, if you can give it to me or the charity, give it to the charity as much as it hurts. But you, you can actually, actually, if you really, really wanted to try to float me a few bones, you can go on podinbox.com forward slash John D. podcast. But my point being, though, through all of this, really, is that we need to remember what's going on. Don't forget. Don't forget anything that's ever that's gone on in the past couple of years. Let them all sink in your brain. Because we're going to need to remember this for Forever. And I think what's going on in Ukraine is it's terrible. And I hope that I hope it ends soon. A lot of people got mad. And I, I'm not quite going into sports, I guess you could say, yet, but a lot of people got mad. You know, I'm a Washington Capitals fan. A lot of you know that. If you don't, I am, have been it's 36 years. And a lot of people got mad at some of the Russian. I know a lot about hockey, I'm telling you. the People got mad with the Russian players. They wanted the Russian players kicked out. Dominic Hasek, who's Czech, I believe, by descent, He wanted the Russian players. He doesn't play anymore, but he was... He was a pretty damn good goalie back in the day. He wanted the Russian players out. But, you know, and people say, well, why isn't Ovechkin saying anything? He did. He says no war. He can't say much. He has family and friends and everything else. And with the kind of ruler that Putin is, that is, you know, that's what's going to happen. He can't say anything. And when it really boils down to it, he just wants to play hockey. And I don't blame the guy but he can't say anything that's his livelihood you know he's got he's got stuff at home i mean it it makes sense it makes sense he doesn't want to get caught in the middle of that none of the russian players do which in a way brings me to my next uh bullet point <laughs> uh of the catching up fest that we're doing here today this evening whatever you want to call it and that is the the January 6th committee with that stuff that's going on with the everything sorry my mic I just, you know, my whole thing with this, and some people saying, oh, it's going to suck. You know, Fox News wouldn't air it. And then I saw Laura Ingram on there going, oh, the Democrats always fail. They always, what'd she say? They always flop. They always flop in uh, prime time. And, and then, of course, Fox turned around and showed the next hearings that they had. Anyways, my next, the point being, is that, you know, the January 6th hearings, First off, I hope that something comes out of it because do you guys remember the Mueller report? Do do you guys remember that? Remember that drawn out freaking bullshit thing that was done that at the end of it, they go, well, we're not saying he did anything wrong, but we're not saying he didn't do anything. So here's all the stuff we found. Enjoy trying to read through all this bullshit. Uh, We're out of here. That's pretty much what they did. That's pretty much what they did. After that long, drawn-out bullshit. So I'm just... My, my point being of all of this is that if we're going to go through all this, all this drama, all this, everything else like that, then I hope it does something. I hope it does something. I mean, we, we've already learned so much. We, well, we already knew that Giuliani was a was a raging drug. I don't... I'm certainly not judging him in that aspect because I've struggled with that myself. But at the same time... Well, first off, don't lie and say you're drinking Diet Pepsi on Twitter. Or whatever, yeah, it was Twitter. Don't don't lie. I mean, we've all been on those uh, overnight high school retreats or whatever you go on. You know what I mean? You get the air, you know, the, the Diet Pepsi, and then you you take the airplane bottle with, you, you know, you drink, and that's all they had because that's all they had at the shitty hotel you had to stay at. They had Diet Pepsi and uh, like club soda, and then you but you drink a little bit of Diet Pepsi out, and then you would pour the airplane bottle in there, and you oh yeah, I'm just drinking Diet Pepsi. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm trying to watch my weight, but also I, I just I, and I'm not judging him. I'm not judging him with the fact that he, I think he has an alcohol problem. I, I'm really not. Look at what's happened to him. Look at what happened to him when he was the the mayor of New York City. 9/11 happened. That was his shining moment, and somehow along the way, he's lost it. And in my opinion, I believe it's alcohol that's doing it to him. That's that's my humble opinion. I, as a recovering alcoholic, maybe could say that I, I'm not trying to justify it. I'm just saying, but he's just something's something on a disconnect there, and and the way he has, you know, gone around and, and pushed the, the the false narrative that the election was stolen. I think is completely stupid. We've also found out that uh, that Pence was called a, a wimp and a pussy by Donald Trump, and that Trump had said. When he'd heard about people wanting to hang Pence, he said that he said, well, maybe he should. And then also the fact that we found out it lately is that the Proud Boys, and those people intended to go to the Capitol, and if they found Pence or Pelosi, literally planned to kill them. So I just hope something comes out of it, is my point. I don't want to get to the end of this And then all of a sudden, it's just, "Mm." (laughs) well, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But I'm telling you, Donald Trump wants to be a Vladimir Putin. That is what he wants to be. He wants to be an autocratic ruler. He is trying to install people who support him into governmental systems around the country. Bannon said it on his podcast, what, yesterday? That's what he said. He said there's going to be a wave, there's going to be... It's gonna be something like happened in the '30s, which was a restructuring of the government where the Democrats actually won both houses of Congress, and it was it was a very it was a very wild takeover. And it was it started with the FDR, and when the, the the you know the No Deal came in and stuff like that. It's, it's be raised by a, a mom who's a history and government teacher, and you'll learn a lot of stuff like that. You can be whatever political affiliation you want. You know, I I look at anybody I meet. I was raised this way. I try to raise my son this way. I think everybody should be this way. You should approach everyone as being a potential new friend, right? Somebody else you can know and learn from. However, when I meet someone, and as soon as they pull out their Trump sign, whether it be literally or metaphorically, I, I get a ringing in my ear, you know, my my vision starts to get blurry. There is nothing you can do to defend this guy. There's nothing you can say to defend this guy. He want, It's it's plain and simple. If you want to be a Republican, be a Republican. But you need to move on from that guy because he's doing terrible things. And I'm mad at both parties right now. I feel like the Democrats aren't doing enough to fix what's going on in our country. And I feel like the Republicans are trying to enforce they what a lot of times is minority opinion uh, upon uh, the rest of the people. We could argue about that not going on for centuries, whether it did or didn't. But that's what's going on. The finger pointing is going back and forth across the aisle, as they say. It's going back. It's going back and forth. You need to fix the country, Congress, government, people in general, period. Fix the shit. That's all I got to say. Figure it out. Or we'll start voting cats and dogs in there because if they're going to fight, they might as well be fun to watch or some shit. I'm serious. Fix it. Donald Trump tried to say that the election was stolen. He tried to subvert the constitutional democracy. And that's it, period. And I hope something comes of this. Because it should. Something should come of this. I actually have a theory that I've come up with in the, I don't know, past week and a half, that I really am starting to think that, okay, here's my theory. This is my theory. Don't write any nasty emails. You can, if you want to write your opinion about it, but you can actually email me, thejohndpodcast at gmail.com. But anyways, hopefully for something better than this. But this is my theory. My theory is that the Russians, this is the theory. Many I have. My theory is that the Russians actually did help Donald Trump win the 2016 election. Okay? They helped him get elected. 2020 rolled around. They did not help him because he didn't do what they wanted him to do. I think a lot of that would have been Ukraine. They didn't help him in 2020. But here's my theory about that is that they didn't tell him that they weren't going to help him. I think, one, because they figured people were looking out for that stuff now right? And then I think they, he didn't do They I think they look at him as like a loose cannon. And he wasn't getting done what they wanted done. So I don't think they helped him. And he thought that they were going to help him. So maybe he thinks in a way that the election was stolen in his own twisted mind. (laughs) It it was stolen. Right? It would have been at the help of a a foreign power, a rival of, of, you know, to boot. That's just a it's just a theory. It's just something I thought of one time. I wonder, you know, if they were if he was like, Yeah, I won. And they were like, No, you didn't win. And then he sat there and he started turning like purple. Cause you know, red, he was trying to turn red, but red and orange make purple, right? And that way it works. And so he turned purple and then he was, you know, and then Giuliana came stumbling, and like, hey butn't you were drinking anything else right here? And Trump was like, get out of here. You're poop. <laughs> and because that, you know, poop. I think that's probably on his uh, grade level. <laughs> so that's just my theory. I just feel like that, you know, I feel like he, something maybe, you know, maybe he, he did. So, all right, let's switch it up. Okay. I'm sorry. I hope, <laughs> I hope that I'm not sorry, though. I hope that, well, if you're down the rabbit hole this far with me, I hope you've enjoyed that. Let's switch it up, though, okay? Right? Let's do it. So I had mentioned Alex Ovechkin earlier, okay? And then the Russian players. Let's talk about some NHL. How How's the playoffs been? How have you enjoyed it? I've actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I think that this is one of the most fun playoff hockey I think I've ever watched in my entire life. And I think it's partly because my son has been very into it and very much into watching it. And his knowledge of it is getting more and more every day. So that's been a ton of fun. Caps. My Caps once again, out in the first round. They they could have won the series against Florida. They should have won the series against Florida, and they didn't. In the end, they did not. And Flo- taking nothing away from Florida, who is, who is a pretty, gosh darn, good team, Barkoff and, man, was it Van Hagee, v- v- Vander Haig, was that his, god damn it. Yeah, you know his name. If you follow hockey, you probably do. But yeah, they they could have won, and they they could have won. The Caps could have won, and they just didn't do it. They didn't execute. They didn't do what they needed to do. Uh, yeah, disappointing. I think I think it's all. I'm rooting for the Avs now. I'm rooting for the Avs now, though. I got to. I have to. It's been crazy. I really. I was hoping I was rooting for one of you, one of you Canadian teams to jump in and finally represent, right? But yeah, whatever. So now we have Colorado, Tampa. Tampa, who claims that they are the... Okay, look. Let, let's talk about this real quick. Somebody was asking me about this recently, and I'm, I'll say it on here, so we're all square on this. Okay. Yes, the last two times that the Stanley Cup has been awarded to the winner of competition to uh, attain it or achieve it was the Tampa Bay Lightning. I don't look at it the same because they're saying, oh, they're about to be three-time defending Southern Cup champions. Yes, in the grand scheme of things, yes, I agree. But you have the first Stanley Cup they won two years ago, right? That was the bubble cup. Then you have the basically half a season cup and now you have a full season my only point in this is that if they had played two full seasons with stanley cup victories and we're going for a third one i would look at this being something that is potentially a legacy statement by the franchise known as the tampa bay lightning but i don't I don't. I would say it is actually on par, in my opinion, if they were going for three full seasons and three Stanley Cup victories, that it's probably in the day and age of what hockey is now is is a bigger statement than the Oilers and the Islanders winning four straight Stanley Cups in the late 70s, early 80s, respectively. I would look at that as just as big a statement, especially with the way hockey is nowadays, the 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 sport itself, the physicality, the everything else involved, the salary cap. <laughs> I won't even go into that about how what Tampa winning last season. No matter what a drunken Nikita Kucherov might try to tell me, <laughs> I think that three going for three in So I'm not taking away from it. I'm not saying that they couldn't have won. I mean they could have. They could have one three straight. they have a team that could do it i don't think Vasilevsky's that great of a goalie he's a big he's a big uh he's a big cat goalie along the lines of a ben bishop uh and you know some of those i'd say that type of a player I, i'm not saying he's not a not a great goalie but he's you know i i think that that team wins on offense and and some pretty darn good defensemen i mean they they took down the rangers the rangers are going to be fantastic and like well, next season, Gorgiev is probably, in my opinion, the next great goaltender in in the NHL. Uh, well, he's going to be, in my opinion, I think he's going to be a legend. I'm not saying he's going to win ton, but he's going to be a, he's going to be strong. And I, I I told my buddy Mark, who's a big Rangers fan, one time years ago, when I first saw Kreider, I said, you know, if that guy's hands catch up to his feet, that kid's that kid's going to really be something. And I think that's what happened. Because uh, he's, you know, so But that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that Tampa, back to them, I'm not saying that Tampa could not w- be w- going for three straight Stanley Cups. They could, <clears throat> without a doubt. But they, they aren't. So I feel like there's so much pageantry put into this. And I'm just tired of hearing about it. There's just guys I don't like on the lightning, like Maroon. My, my son called him Maron. Mar- <laughs> he gets it. Eh, whatever. And you, but now they're playing the Avalanche, which the, the Avalanche is like my second team because I, I always felt bad for the Quebec Nordiques. They moved to Colorado. I was like, eh, they're my West Coast team. But I've also rooted for the Kings at times. stuff like that, but whatever. So it, it, I'm just saying, that as far as saying that Tampa's going for their third straight Stanley Cup, yes, in the grand scheme of things, they are. Because they did win the competition to achieve it for that year, being the circumstances that they were in. I mean, there's been years. There was no Stanley Cup. Okay? We all remember craziness that that was. <sighs> Sucked. I got by on on the hockey that I played on my PlayStation 2 EA Sports NHL 2006. So... I'm rooting for the Avalanche. I have to. Plus, Burkoski last night in overtime. Let's talk about that. That happened. 4-3. Game was crazy. Uh, I, I really thought Avalanche was going to run away, but it was 2-1. And they were 3-1. Avalanche came back. They can do that, man. You can't, you can't let them. Can't let them. Can't let them get. And then Avalanche almost scored at the end. And then, But, yeah, Burkoski, man, that guy, I'm telling you, I said to my son, Say said to my son. That's, that sounds like hockey talk, right? I said to my son that if the avalanche are going to win the cup, they will need Burakovsky in, in this series. As far as Fords go, they're going to need, obviously uh, Darcy Kemper is going to have to play his ass off. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. So that, but yeah, that was pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, game, what game two is what? Saturday, Saturday night. That'll be two days off in their home. Hmm the Cup getting a little soft there. The NBA Finals. I just want to talk about this. I So, anybody who knows, has listened to the, to the podcast for a long time, knows that I'm not a huge fan of Stephen A. Smith. Not because we both do the middle initial thing in our names. Like, there's some sort of rivalry with that. I don't like kind of guys in sports. It's like with Barry Melrose in, in hockey. I just I feel like... They're just opinions. are a little off. They, I don't agree with them. Put it that way. Long story short, and but Stephen A. Smith was saying how he, he, you know, he brought up the the point, and this is one of the things I'm not a huge fan of. I'm criticized him on the podcast before, but he actually made a good point that if Steph Curry is not considered in the top ten after winning tonight, well, last night technically, because it's <laughs> I didn't want to tell you what time it is, uh, but he won. Steph Curry, the Golden State Warriors, won their fourth. Uh, NBA title and he was he was saying that if Steph Curry is not considered in the top 10 all time of uh, you know of NBA players then you know he's basically arguing for it. basically long story short and I well first I thought geez me and Stephen A. Smith agree on something what else could happen <laughs> but also he was right I mean the, the dudes won four NBA titles and you know some people might say oh, it's a kid's game what does that really mean about accomplishment in life but that, that dude shoots threes like he was born to do it and that's the great thing about sports that's one it's a great thing it's fantasy away it gets us away from you know I it is sort of the you know the I heard somebody say one time they it was some scientist guy I don't remember who it was he went to a maybe I think it was Einstein maybe he went to a football game and he said it reminded him of the gladiators In Rome, and but but that's what's right. I get it, but that's what sports is, man. And and I think that so that's one side of the argument. People, people, oh, so what? But also, I mean, people, Jordan, all these other guys that won six. I don't. I I would put Steph Curry up in the top ten. And granted, I don't follow NBA like I follow other sports, but I do enough. And I've definitely, I have enough over my lifetime, and I definitely have enough in the past couple years, especially this past season, because my son has really been into it. So, you know, I've definitely, which I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to watch baseball this year, this summer. I don't really watch sports in the summer because I love baseball in person. It's great. I just can't watch it on television, but I think I'm going to do this summer. Anyways. Yeah. So congratulations Steph Curry. Congratulations to the Warriors. Go Avalanche. All right. So I gotta take a break now. And hopefully I'll be back very shortly to finish up with you for the second part of episode forty two of the John D podcast. Yeah, I got some good stuff coming up. I got uh we're gonna talk about the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, and we are gonna be talking about uh a brief history. A brief, you know how I like to to dole out some kind of weird history or facts, right? So I have a brief history of the wacky, waving, inflatable tube guy. Stick around, more John D. podcast right after this. If you are looking for one of the coolest, geekiest, funnest t-shirt sites you could ever want to shop, go to MondoMonsterWear.com. They take what you love about fun stuff and entertainment fandom like Star Wars, Seinfeld, Airplane, Clerks, Superheroes, and more, and make stellar parodies of them so you can express yourself while wearing some of the most popular entertainment characters or franchises in history. Plus, a portion of all their profits goes to different charities such as Ukraine Relief Funds and the Boomer Esiason Foundation. Enter promo code PODCAST at checkout to receive an exclusive discount. Take your epic Night Out t-shirt game to the next level and visit MondoMonsterWear.com. And welcome back to, to part two of episode 42, numero cuarenta dos, in the old Espanol language, that's right, mm-hmm, of the Johnny Podcast. How was your break, everyone? How was your break? About a minute long? Yeah, mine was uh, several hours. But uh, yeah, so I did I did part one, and now I'm back recording part two, here in the Stufus. And uh, yeah, so how was your break? Mondo Monsterware. You guys gotta check that that website out, man. They are killer. That is a killer site. I I love it. I love. I literally have six shirts that I'm I'm gonna buy. So mondomonsterwear.com. Thanks to them for for being a uh, a sponsor on the show today. For being promoted by me, making me sound a little more reputable, <laughs> right? So yeah, mondo mondomonsterwear.com. Make sure you put in podcast at checkout to receive a exclusive discount. Very cool. Very very cool. And speaking of, well, what they do is one of the things that I'm about to talk about, which is the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, Star Wars, right? We all have you seen it. I might talk about some stuff. I have not seen episode five, so I will not be talking about that because I don't know what happens. However, however, I will be talking about the other episodes. So if you don't want to hear about it, then I, I don't know when to skip forward to, but that's yeah. But I just got to say, I so this has started. This has happened since, as I was saying in the in the first part of this the podcast, is that I I so much has happened, and one of them has been this Obi Wan Kenobi series, which some people have said, why is it only a six part series? Why is it not a, a longer running thing? No, but it's it's I'm liking it so far. I I do feel so that it could have, I don't know. There's so many parts to the story that. Lucasfilm, John Favreau, Dave Filoni, they're very good. I give them credit. They're very good at keeping storylines, plots, characters under wraps prior to release. Nobody knew to. So first off, the first two episodes were released on the set on the first night that it was available. Nobody saw that coming. They also have it on Wednesdays instead of Thursdays, which is what they thought was going to be. And also, nobody knew that the storyline was going to so much involve a young Princess Leia. Yeah, I nobody knew that. Very much kept under wraps. And I, yeah, I was kind of blown away by it. I knew that Bail Organa, Leia's father, played by, uh, what's that guy from L.A. Law? Nobody knew that it was going to be such... Such a big part of, of this of this mini series, this limited series. They don't like to say the mini. So I'm gonna tell people. I'm gonna so tell my wife from now on. It's not mini, it's limited. <laughs> and that's pretty that's a funny joke. I've been actually blown away by it. The whole thing with Darth Vader, the fact that they brought back Hayden Christensen to play Darth Vader, I think it's really cool. Right? Am I getting that right? Sorry. I, I'm really tired. I stayed up. All night working on part one. I had a meeting today. I had a couple of meetings today, and that's the other thing. And I got to do other stuff, and then I had to sleep at some point for at least a little bit, which is why I'm back here. So, anyways, I, I think it was. I think it's been great so far. I think it's been really good. I'm very interested to see how part five is going to be. Man, you got to check it out if you haven't seen it. It's on Disney Plus. But one of the things that really got my attention about it is that some people have been. critical of one of the the characters in the show. And like I said, if you haven't watched it, then you may want to kind of tune out for a second, but there's a, a a great actress on there uh, by the name. She's playing a character named the third sister. Third sisters are inquisitors. Inquisitors were Jedi or force people at some point that were uh, turned to the dark side, made to work for Vader and their jobs were to hunt down the remaining Jedi and anybody else who was a Force-sensitive person, a child, and to find them and then do away with them, kill them, bring them to wherever. Uh, you kind of saw a little bit of that in Episode 4 with uh, with Obi-Wan. He was in the tombs of the Inquisitor Fortress there. So, But a lot of people have been critical of the actress Moses Ingram, who plays the third sister. And I it's really appalling to me because she's a black woman and she plays the third sister and people have, this is what boggles my mind when it comes to some of the stuff. So people have been saying racist things to her online, Instagram, stuff like that. And at first I thought, well, these are people who just want to say racist things to anybody they can. And I know what happens. I know what happens to people who who are, of you know minorities or other skin tones that are not white where people white supremacists and stuff like that have reached out to to people um that uh i remember blair underwood who was on <laughs> i was talking about la law blair underwood back in the day when i was a kid there was a big thing on entertainment tonight i remember seeing as a kid where he was uh he's from virginia uh, where i'm from and this is before email right before the internet And people were sending him racist letters. And at first I thought, well, no, Star Wars people aren't going to be racist. No, no. The little nerdy geeky's got some racists in them. Some of them do, apparently. And they sent some horrible things to Moses Ingram. And I I don't understand how that could ever possibly be because Star Wars, from its base, from the very start, was meant to be diverse and, and show inclusion of all kinds. I mean, geez, you can't look at the canta- cantina scene in the original Star Wars New Hope and not jeez oh my God, what? how diverse is that? And you want to be racist? And also people are bitching, and I say it all the time, people are complaining because they're like, well, I don't like the way they're going with the Star Wars stuff. Well, shut the fuck up. Star, as I said before, Star Wars was dead. It was done. It was doing nothing. George Lucas was doing, if he was doing anything, it was piddly shit. It was comic books and, 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 Little sh- novels, books that were written, but not that's not the same as a movie. I I just couldn't believe that I was stuff that I was reading, and I've read some of the stuff that people had said to her. Now look, I I don't care. This this is my thought on it though. As far as her being in the character, I I like the char- I like the Inquisitors. I think they're very interesting characters. I find that the fact that people are critical of her, the way that she looks, and the fact that she's a a, a black woman that they find they have problems with. I don't have a problem with her. My only problem, I'm not a huge fan of her acting. I saw a clip of her and something else that somebody had shared saying, hey, what a good actor she is. And she was better than that. And that, I'll leave it at that part. But she was better. I think the directing has been great in this in this show. It's a couple things I could say, but I'm not a Hollywood director. Shit. But I think I'd be sitting here in my my studio st- uh, storage office talking to you. If I mean, maybe I would be talking to you, but it wouldn't be where I'm sitting right now. You know, I, I think that you know, she's taking direction from a director, and they know what they're doing, and I'm not going to criticize for that. I'm not necessarily a huge fan of her acting in the role. However, I have no problem the color of her skin or the fact that she's a female. I have no problems with that whatsoever. I mean, the character's the third sister, so she, it has to be a female, right? But I, I, I just really was appalled by that. I really was appalled by that, and, it, and sad, to say the least. And, you know, she has made statements saying that, well, you know, she's just supposed to, you know, kind of just take it because that's what people in her position, minorities or anybody else who, you know, anybody in the public eye really has to accept a level of having a thick skin and not, you know, and not feeling too offended easily. But there was some there was some pretty mean things. And I was glad to see that a lot of people rallied around her and said, hey, you know, you're you're fine. Keep doing what you're doing. I have no problem with her. Like I said, I don't necessarily like her in the role, but it's okay. I think they, I think the way that they made the character, I think is actually pretty cool because she doesn't have yellow eyes. She's not, you know, she doesn't have a bunch of robotic shit. Um, I like the way they've done the Inquisitors though, but I'm just saying, like, come on. I like what she said about it. She said she wanted to thank everyone. And come on and say, and this is cool. Thank you to the people who show up for me in the comments and the places that I'm not going to put myself And to the rest of you all, you're all weird. There you go. There you go, Moses. Tell these people where to stick it. Fuck them. You know? Like I said, these are probably the Star Wars elitists that for some reason have a problem with everything Star Wars because they really don't know. I mean, go watch something else. And we got to stop being like that, people. I was just disappointed. So if you're out there being a, a dick, racist Star Wars fan... Uh Well, fam, but Star Wars person Yeah, if you're out there acting like that I'm I'm not Ugh, shut up Just shut up Let us all enjoy our little Star Wars And our fantasy world, right? And a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away Get over it Alright Moving on Oh, Jimmy Smith. That's what that guy's name was <laughs> Bail Organa I, did, I swear, I did not look that up my lovely wife Liz will tell you. I'll sit there sometimes and be like, "Man, what, uh, what was that? What was that?" And Google it. No, I don't want to Google it. I want, I want to remember. Damn it, I want to remember. All right. So back at Christmas time, my niece got a pret present from my from my wife Liz. It's her niece, but you know, my niece by marriage. And it was um one of these wacky. No, did my my kid get it and he didn't want it. Something like that. Anyways, it's one of these. It's a miniature version of one of those wacky waving inflatable tube guys. So I was talking about this before the break. It's pretty cool. It's like ten inches tall. That's what she said, and it's got a little nine volt battery in it. That's what she said. And but yeah, you turn it on. It's got a little fan, and it blows around like a like a um, like a regular waving inflatable tube man. And with it came a book. That and I was going to do this in back the episode in February, and I didn't. But with it came a book talking about the history of the waving, wacky-waving inflatable tube guy. You know the guy. You drive by the tax offices and the dude's arms are waving all around. There's actually a little bit of a history to it. And like I always say, I like to, at least every once in a while, throw you out something that's a little informative and a little quirky, right? So it came with this book. And I was just going to tell you a little bit about it. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, john d podcast john d comedy j-o-n-d podcast j-o-n-d comedy facebook the john d podcast Uh, you can email the show the john d podcast at gmail.com love your feedback follow me all that stuff like subscribe download also you can support the show on pod inbox pod forward slash john d podcast all right let's talk about this mondo monsterware.com that's so killer. That's such good shirts on there, man. Can't wait to make money. Wacky waving inflatable tube guy. Created by a guy named Peter Minchel. And he designed costumes for their carnival celebration. And he started getting an idea. So he in 92, he got invited to the Barcelona Olympics. To, and he was designing the costumes for the Barcelona Olympics. Got some notoriety from that. And then from there he got invited to the ninety six Atlanta Olympics. you guys remember those? And while he was there, he met a guy named Doran Gazzet who what they were doing is they were they were using big inflatable walls as projection screens and so the guys started kind of thinking, hey, this could be kind of a cool thing. They figured out they could put take fabric and put a fan in the bottom and then they started using those and they had those at the ninety six Olympics. And then eventually over time, it's gotten shrunk down to about 20 feet. But this thing is actually interesting in the fact that a lot of cities are banning them, have banned them. But here's some of the things that these wacky, waving, inflatable tube guys have done prior to being outside your favorite local tax office. The 96 Olympics, the 98 Super Bowl, the 1998 Grammys. In 2016, it was their 20th birthday. Cities like Houston have banned... The use of them, because it, it leads to what they call contribution to urban clutter. How how bad is the urban clutter that having a wacky waving inflatable tube guy? You know, he's flailing all around You're like ah, That looks like shit. Get that out of here. But what about that burned out building with a bunch of homeless people in it? No, that can. that can stay there. You don't want to help anybody? No. Just get rid of the wacky-waving inflatable tube guy. You can't have something so happy sitting in front of something that is so, you know, messed up, right? That's, that's It's such a dichotomy. I don't know if that's the right word. What was, I'm trying to find this one thing in here. Yeah, so in 2000s, the cities cities and towns across America began to ban tube guys en masse. I don't know if they're persecuted, but it has suggestions on what to do with this 10-inch uh, tall... Wacky waving inflatable tube guy. Uh, It's a grandma sitter. I don't think my grandma would have liked. She probably looked at it and gone, okay, get that thing away from me. A babysitter. That I could see. But you know, they get a hold of it and tear that thing up in no time. Especially my kid. (laughs) White noise for your office naps. That's pretty cool. Pulling a George Costanza, sleeping under the desk. Uh, Your only friend. Well, right now, I still got my buddy, Tom Hickoff, executive producer for the show. I still talk to him. I don't know. I just thought that was a crazy thing. Yeah. It started with a guy from Trinidad and carnival and then Olympics. It's crazy. And then people got, people banned them. It was actually the last time I saw one. I think it was outside a car dealership. I want to say, uh, yeah. So next time you see one of those, remember there is a deep and storied history and that some places they are persecuted. For being wacky waving, inflatable tube guys. Quirky little fact. All right. I'm gonna get out of here, man. My original goal was to have had a guest on this episode. I even set up an interview. I interviewed a, a buddy of mine, one of my comedy friends, very, very funny dude, very cool guy. And I actually interviewed him. We actually talked for like an hour and a half, hour, forty minutes, and it was a great conversation, but the audio sucked. But I do have I do have some guests coming. So that was my original goal. So, anyways, yeah, so just to just know that. But there, there that is upcoming. Make sure you take care of your charities. As I always say, between me and the charity, to the charity, of course, anything Ukraine uh, fun, it it really funds, obviously feed more, no kid hungry. A lot of kids are out of school right now. Their best meals come from when they are in schools. I highly support them. Wounded warrior project. Okay. Wounded warrior project. And if you got a little leftover, you want to throw something at me. I have a link up now since the last episode, which is it is. It's called podinbox.com forward slash John D podcast, J-O-N-D podcast. It's linked to my Stripe account. So you but you can just give me the money right straight there if you got something left over. I would totally appreciate it. I really, really would. Thank you for listening. Thank you to MondoMonsterWear.com. Make sure you check them out. Podcast at checkout to receive an exclusive discount. And I'm going to see you guys very soon. I'm not taking off a few weeks. This is back. This is what's up. This is what's going on. That's why I changed the artwork at least a little bit. You guys, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And I'm going to be back with your real soon. I got to get going before. My kid's upstairs. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. He's probably eating junk food. I got to go join him because I like junk food too. Seriously, guys. Be good. I'll talk to you soon. Later for you.